It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind You're still the one I'll cast the one that I fling straws to You're still the one I'll cuss for life You're still the one You're still the bastards I think of That don't deserve any more funding of Met Police You're still the one I'll cuss for life, you're still the one. <laughs> Woo! Looks like we made it. Where we all say to fund the police, my baby. <laughs> Might have took the long way. But I hoped we'd get there someday. They said, I bet all the blacks won't make it. But just look at us holding on. R.I.P. to all my people. We're still together, belly. Still hold going strong. You're still the one. You're still the one that we should defund. I should let it go now. I tried. I tried. It's like what? Four minutes past 10 p.m. on a Sunday night and I have been out all day. In case you don't know what that song was pertaining to, it was basically me saying defund the police in case you're not creatively minded like I am. I'm just letting you know what I meant. But of course you are. We're all zhuzhing together. You're all my babes. So who's speaking and just running off their mouth as per? It's me, Kelechi, in a rascal place to be. And you are listening to S-Y-M. Officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, that's right, suck your mum. Anyway, let's get into the things because I want to be out of here and out of here swiftly, okay? I mean, I don't know how that makes you feel. Like, when you start listening to the episode and I'm just like, I just need to get out of here, do you feel like I don't love you? I hope you don't, because I do love you. It's just like, it's myself, it's me. It's me, myself and I, that's all I got in the end. That's what I found out And it ain't no need to cry I took a vow that from now on I'm gonna be my own best friend Hey, It's truly me, myself and I And you know, things have for Guan, you see it So I just come in, do what I need to do and head out But it doesn't mean that I don't love you I'm just thinking like, sometimes the longer the episodes are You're like, I'm not listening to fucking two hours of you, girl So And I'm just trying to keep it short and sweet for you, especially when I transition into my next thing, which might be, I don't know, 30 minutes, you know, 20 minutes. Who knows? I mean, I don't know when that thing will be, but I'm open to the world. Not my bum, but just like, just me generally, my heart, my soul, open to the world. Um... That was so random. I'm looking to moving back to recording the visuals of the podcast. And you know, I've said it, come back and forth, back and forth. But I feel like now is the time to do it. Why? Because you know, Pluto is going into Aquarius, which we need to discuss. And I know that I'm the people them sugar. You see it. And Pluto being about power, where the power resides, Aquarius, the people, technology, social media, like 
it's time for me to step up in a place, but I needed to do it with like a good uh, camera. So the camera I had before was basically a DSLR and it was just long. So I'm hoping to move to another camera, funds permitting, that will just run the whole time. And then I can just send send Brent the audio footage as well as the video footage. And then he can just do what he does and make it do what it do, baby. Um because I feel like people need to see my face Because the girlies, the podcast girlies There are podcast people that I came yesterday That I arrived yesterday And they are popping off heavy Why? Because they've got visuals So these are the things I had to really remind myself But I think I need Pluto to step in To get me to get my act together um, And a lot of you, I think you make do with um, the audio But you preferred me on YouTube and, you know, I'm a star. So I feel like when I do have a camera in my face, I shine. So I know that I need to bring that back because I just think it'll add enough. I feel like it'll add another level of hilarity if you could actually see my facial expressions when I'm reading some of these things. And sometimes I bring some cute fits to, to record this episode or to record these episodes. Like today, I'm in a really, really cute fit. I'm wearing like a leopard print catsuit that I got from Manners London, Manners London. Um, they have, you know, they go up to really, really large sizes And I love that because why do we not? Why do you think that it's only the skinny girls or the slim girls that want to wear cute bits? Like, so all of us want to put on a catsuit Do you get me? All of us want to feel, feel like cute And I like that there's no freaking, is there? I mean, there's sort of a line in the middle Because you know I don't like the lines in the middle Because they give you camel toe But this doesn't, hasn't given me camel toe thus far So, got that on with a cute hoodie and um, a bomber jacket over it And I rate myself in my little cute Reebok classics I love these Reebok classics, you know um, So yeah, it just feels very cute It feels like a mood And why did I wear this today? <sighs> I decided on this outfit Because I was going to watch uh, the All Stars, is it? BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament That they were holding, they were holding in Crystal Palace And you should know that's got me riled up now It's got me riled up I now need to compete I I really, really want to I really want to compete Because, you know, I've done um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu on and off for years And I'm such a goal-orientated person I think I've said this on a podcast before Like, I run best more re- than most regularly When I'm training for a race Or I'm training for like some big run Right. So that's when I train best. And so after watching all of the people competing today, I'm like, yeah, and this is the motivation I needed to get back to jujitsu. So I stopped because the gym that I was going to before, I love them. Like I love the teacher, Tsuyoshi. He's really lovely. He's really, really good. But, you know, like there weren't many women in the classes and, you know, sometimes it's good to see black people as well. Um, so I just think I'm going to go and try somewhere else out So basically what I did was I stopped jujitsu and then I started Muay Thai um, But I feel like I can manage both Let's see how I get on But basically I think what's happening is I just don't really want to be out there like that You know like the premieres and everything It's cute Before you get to go to some of them I feel like you hype it up in your mind But for me it's getting to the point where it's actually a waste of money to go to premieres Like these PR companies that deal with the fashion houses They don't rate me enough to be like Oh, here's a look that you can loan Don't know why Which is funny because some people will tell you Oh, it's just because 
You know when I didn't have many followers It'll be like Oh it's because you don't have many followers Then now I've got more followers Than some of the people That they're giving these looks to And it's like Ah you just don't rate me Which is fine You don't have to God rates me And I'll be one of the most powerful people That we've ever come across in this lifetime Just give me I don't know 18 months Um you know, it is written and I will use that power beautifully and I'll use it fairly and to make sure that everybody is set good. But <clears throat> everything in its own time in it, we're going to see, we're going to see how everything lands in the end and my power, my influence will not, will, it'll just be undeniable. Um, I don't, I wonder, sometimes two people hear me say that and they're like, Kalechi, like it's giving delusional, but you'd only think it's giving delusional if you're not paying attention. Like, huh. Check the resume, ho. Um, but no, honestly, truly, you go and you're like, okay, makeup artist, okay, cute outfit, okay, this. Ah, uh-uh, ah, for what? Is it my own premiere or is it my father's premiere? What the fuck? So I just really want to focus on my internal world and my physical body and just doing the things that I need to do for myself. Um, and you know, like now Saturn has gone into Pisces. You know, Yukari, Chakari, Gabrielle. She um, should have on her site by now a Saturn in Pisces reading. It's 30 minutes long, but it goes through every house. Um, that So if Saturn in Pisces is like your first house or your second house, you don't even really have to know your birth chart is what I'm thinking. I think like you would know from listening to the reading which one resonates with you more. Like you would already be able to pick up on the energy because Saturn is not a small babe. Do you get it? Like if Saturn's entered up, the, like entered into the place, you will feel where that's happening in the area of your life. Um, and it was a fantastic, it was a fantastic recording. Um because me, I don't like doom and gloom recordings I or doom and gloom readings. I really hate them. I really think they're irresponsable. So, you know, when people are talking about uh, Saturn, I'm a bit tentative because I know that they're going to come with the same boring shit that Saturn is this and Saturn is a malefic and Saturn does da 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 I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like, Saturn is a babe. You just have to know how to handle Saturn in it. I feel like in some ways... I remind myself of Saturn where people see me from a distance and they're like, oh, she's, you know, she's tough. She's hard. She's this, she's that. But actually when you get to know me, I'm a Don. Like if you do what you need to do, like I'm going to match your energy. That is what I do. I, you know, I've said it before. Like I'm a master manifester in that, in that realm. Like if you want a, a type of energy, you're going to get that energy. Right. So I match energy and I feel like that's what Saturn does. Like Saturn will meet you madness for madness. Like let's fucking go. So if you know that you're doing the things that um, is expected of you in terms of like structuring your life and, and doing better for yourself and setting good foundations for yourself, strong foundations for yourself that the rest of your life can rest upon, then why is Saturn going to badge you up? Like why? Why? I mean, random shit happens in life, but why? Do you get what I mean? So um, I really recommend it if it's on her site. If it's not, um, then, you know, when it is, go go and get it because it's really, really useful for the fact that it just goes through each house and tells you what to expect when um, it rolls up through that um, that particular area of your chart, if that p- particular area of your chart is Pisces. Um, so yeah, so that was um, a good listen. But yeah, um, now that Saturn is in my 12th house, it is just making me go inwards. Like, I really, I, I said it in closies. That's what I call my close friends on Insta. Um, I said it in my closies. My, uh, like, I have this overwhelming desire to disappear. I've wanted, I've said it for ages. Like, I just, 
want to go Like I just want to get my things Like and go And I feel like my spirit team knows that They know that if I When I get the things that I want Like in terms of the things that I want Home and like wise No one's really seen me you know like, or maybe, maybe they will Maybe I'll make cuter videos Because then I'm just like I've got a space that I, you know Have the, I can maneuver more easily Or whatever, I don't know But I just, I'm not with it Ever since getting back from Peru I'm just not with so many things I think I notice when things don't gel with me Or align with me a lot more quickly And the internet is just looking ridiculous to me Especially with Pluto going into Aquarius, right? Pluto being about power Aquarius the people Like I just said um, And noticing How farcical Like social media is Like Like people can't even Really talk at me mad now Because I'm like Are you fucking serious Like you're You're typing on your phone Trying to be Who To who Behave Like I just don't have time for it I just Want To Retreat And to I don't, and I don't know why I don't know I understand that A metamorphosis is taking place Because Saturn has gone into my 12th house Of, you know, spirituality um, The subconscious um, Places that feel far away From you Foreign lands Foreign people Like, I mean the ninth house Also contributes to that as well But Just feeling like I need to You know like when the caterpillar Is just yamming and yamming and yamming And at that moment I don't know whether the caterpillar Because I've never seen A caterpillar do a TED talk so I don't know if the caterpillar or caterpillars are aware of what they are going through But you know like the caterpillars just yamming, 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 yamming And it's like boom, you know what, I need to create a cocoon And it just starts making this cocoon And everyone's like my man, my man, what you on, what you doing It's just got to make this cocoon in it, I don't even know And they're making a cocoon around themselves, doing what they're doing, doing what they're doing And then they've literally got to turn into mush like everything about them just kind of disintegrates And then there is a recalibration A reconfiguration of everything that they are And then they come out all colourful and shit Only for some motherfucker to catch them I put a pin in them and stick them on a the wall But no, that's really morbid, Colette You get your life together um, But the, what we're focusing on is that they become a butterfly And I know that's such an overused metaphor but what I'm saying is that I feel like I'm in that yamming, 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 yamming stage And then I'm like, I need to create this cocoon I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to create this cocoon And I'm just going to And then what come come out whenever I do Do you get me? Um, hold on one second, babes Okay, I'm back Now I've lost my train of thought Anyway, what is important to say is that Yes, um I thought I would be that girl to just leave Brazilian jiu-jitsu alone, but I'm coming back. All about spirituality, training, and doing the bits that I need to do. But who knows what I'm about to turn into over the next few years. We're just going to go with the flow. Um, lots is happening. You know, Pluto's gone into Aquarius only for three months, and um, then it'll come back out, go and press some more on my Mars, my natal Mars and Capricorn in my 10th house of Korea to really, really, really drive the message home that nobody can chat to me. Um, 
And I pay attention, you know, I pay attention. And Pluto and Aquarius is really, really funny also because these, all these companies, let me tell you something, listen very, very carefully. All these companies, all these brands, all these organizations that during 2020, when Saturn was in Aquarius, yeah, when they were like, oh, yeah, well, we're listening and we're learning and we're going to do better and rah, 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 and rare, rare, rare. Pluto, Omar, Pluto going into Aquarius, the work that you did not do when Saturn was in there, you're about to get flogged. All of you motherfuckers, all of you stinky motherfuckers that said, oh, we're listening and you and we're learning and you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything to address racism and or any you know, um, like inequity in your, um, your company. You're about to fucking get it. You're going to get it. These three months will be a little snapshot. You're going to see the unrest in your organizations because you didn't do the work that you needed to do. And let me tell you, January 2024, when Pluto steps up in a place properly, ooh, the girlies, the girlies are going to be mad. Okay. The corporate girlies are going to be mad. You know what they're going to try and do? They're going to try to co-opt spiritual language. So where before, when Pluto was in Capricorn, it was pushing everybody towards this whole hyper-individualistic, like, oh, it's all about me, 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 me. Even the way that self-care was being used for corporate greed. My self-care, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Everything was about me, 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 and how I spend money. Pluto in Aquarius, can't do that. Can't do that. It's a how do you benefit the collective? So I told you, remember when Saturn was in Aquarius? I'm still pointing it out to you. Saturn, discipline, structure. And the thing is, if Saturn leaves that place and you have not learned the lesson that it wanted you to leave, when a planet like Pluto enters, you're going to get flogged to high heavens. Saturn was like, hey guys, let's wash our hands. Let's wash our bums. Let's wash our legs. Let's do the things. And everyone's like, no, you're taking away my right to choose. I don't want to wash my hands. COVID's not real. La, 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 la. Wanted to run their mouth. All right, fine. Fine. So now you're not going to get got through isolation. You're not going to get got through separation. You're going to get got because everybody's going to be in this melee together. Now show me what you got. Yeah. So it's really, really going to be a time. Like all of the things that weren't addressed, like when, as I was saying to you, when Saturn was in Aquarius, celebrities, we were seeing the the whittling away of celebrity culture. Notice how even celebrities now are not wanting to spend money on, for instance, cosmetic surgeries that differentiated them because I've got the money to do this to my body and to my face. Now people are having fillers and things removed because they, I guess they're going another way because they're like, how slim can I look? To show you that I don't even give a fuck about food like that And I can have everything sucked out of me And just be walking eyeballs um, So we're getting that But basically you're going to find that celebrities Are going to want to look more like quote unquote everyday people Because the culture, the cult of celebrity Is no longer appealing And then celebrities will be looked at more In the, ter- um, in the terms of like What are you actually contributing to any of this shit? Like how smart are you? How aware? How societally aware are you? It's no longer going to run with this whole Oh I didn't know that was happening Because I'm so far removed They'll be like why the fuck are you far removed? Are you not breathing the same oxygen that we're bringing? Like, like, like we're breathing like what the fuck do you mean you're, you're, you're removed? So we're going to see plenty of that. We're going to see plenty of floggings. We're going to see politicians getting got. I mean, I don't mean that in terms of, uh, you know, unalived, but maybe for some it might be. I don't know. But um, sorry to that man. But um, 
do you definitely it's that because the last time basically that Pluto was in Aquarius, we had the French Revolution. We had, I mean, I don't give a fuck about it, but in certain regards, the Industrial Revolution. Um, we had so many uprisings. Um, so that was in the 1700s. Um, now that old girl is back. Take note of all the things that you see over the next three months that you're like, that is fucking wild because you're going to get 20 years of that from January 2024. And that is nothing for you to be afraid of if you know that you're about this life. And let me tell you something. If you listen to this podcast and I know you're about that fucking life, this is our time, my Gs. Listen to me carefully. I don't care what job you're at now that you might feel a bit miserable or someone's getting on your nerves or you're like, these kids, man, fuck these kids. Keep your mind right. This is our time. You are not listening to this podcast for no reason. It is because... We, as in me and you, us, we, we, and I ain't even talking French. We are about to level up in a major way because this is what we've been doing all of our lessons and our learning for. Like we are about to say, like, we've been talking about this. Like we've been exploring the ways that, that the world can change to our benefit. So mm, taking my mind back, you see how overactive my brain is. So when I was saying to you, like Pluto and Capricorn, all of the companies were, and focus on individualism, hyper-individualism, hyper-consumerism, like, oh, it's you, focus on you, it's you, 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 you get all your things. They're now going to try and co-opt language to do with astrology. You're going to see more astrology apps <coughs> coming forward. You're going to see human design um, um, becoming more uh, mainstream. You're going to see all of those things. Why? Because they're going to try to usurp it. They're going to try to corrupt it in order to sell more. But with that, you can't sell this shit. You're you like real recognized real You're either a real G or you're not But they're going to try it Because they'll think that All this spiritual shit Is just like all the other shit That they've managed to fuck up They're going to think it's like All of that stuff But it's not Because this takes us to a deeper plane It takes us to a deeper place Within ourselves Like we have um, a better connection to source Where we're not relying on dogma or certain religions to tell us how we get to source. We just know that right now In this moment Right now if you wanted to You're connected to everything that is Right now and how I'd like you to consider how the internet, the World Wide Web is, is merely um, a representation of our human connectivity or just our, how we're connected to everything in nature. Like we replicated it and created the internet, but that same source of knowledge, the collective consciousness, you can tap into at any time as long as you are open to it and you're still enough to be like, I already know all that there is because I share cells with everybody else and energy with everybody else. And I'm connected to everything. I'm everything and nothing all at the same time. You might think I'm saying this like I'm high. I'm really not high, but I'm, I'm in a zone. And this is why I feel like the podcast has to evolve with me because where I'm going, like Omar, nobody knows, but <sighs> there's something powerful afoot. And I feel like we together are part of that. And some people are going to come to certain realizations and they're going to start looking around and be like, oh my God, what is this? And then you're going to be like, babes, but did you not listen to say your minds? Like, how did you not know? Like we've been knowing. Okay. So you already know that with the, with this Pluto and Aquarius, like the monarchy's going, baby. Same when it happened to France and then man, like it's going. So they need to start packing their loads quick, 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 quick. Um, I don't know how any of this is going to look 
But I'm praying that we hang tight. It's not, I'm not saying that there's not going to be some rough patches, some downright horrible patches, but I know that we've got this and I believe in us. I believe in me. I believe in you. I believe in us. So even if today or whatever time you're listening to, to this, things or certain aspects of your life feel techie, understand that it's a process and there is nothing a bad man, a bad girl, a bad person like you can't make it through. Like you've got this. You're an actual G. Let's fucking go. Our time is now. Like let's go. The freakum dress, the freakum pants, whatever it is you want to don, baby, our time is now. Yeah. So especially if you work for a very, very nasty company, I need you to start taking notes, start keeping memos because you might just end up being one of the whistleblowers that change everything. So if you haven't been keeping a journal entry of your CEO's very, very wayward ways, (laughs) I encourage you to begin immediately. Okay. Because we're going to need those receipts. All right. Thank you so much. Um, Anyway, let me just do tarot quickly because I feel like I've been talking forever, but I also know that I had a little gap to answer a call. Anyway, which tarot letter did I choose? Hi, Kalechi. Did you have a relaxing time during the holidays? I really hope you did because obviously this is from January because you know what I'm like. Firstly, I want to say how much I love and appreciate who you are. You're definitely a world shaker and we are constantly in awe of you. We, in this case, is my sister, my girlfriend and my friends. Um, Thank you for wishing me well in Peru. I'm back. I saw you in Manchester. Gorgeous, gorgeous outfit. Thank you. The conversation was lit and defo excited for more SYMposium symposiums up north. Well, you lot up north need to behave if I'm coming back. Um, did you have that chicken run slash chicken split? I did. Brent said that it was horrible. So we're never speaking to Brent again. Um, so I'm currently listening to the episode titled Lev Yawns with you, Lev um, and Kevin Morosky, And you've just done a reading for someone that really resonated with me. So I've decided to write to you to see if you can help me with the reading as well. Basically, I graduated with my master's in 2020 and struggled to find a job within my field of studies. For context, I am academically capable, um, capable and, and, and had the correct qualifications and expectations, but never got anything. After job rejection upon job rejection, I decided to let that career path go I attributed failing to get a job in my field to racism due to my name And also when I read my chart It did say that I don't thrive as an employee or something like that I decided to go into tech Specifically product design, UX design It is um, something that is creative Good for me And also I want to work in tech With a focus on social and political work That aligns with my values Okay Pluto Aquarius Yes girl um, I'm almost done with my course And so we'll start to apply for jobs In about two to three months I'm quite fatigued at the moment I've been overworking Which is not sexy Not very sexy at all And definitely against who I want to be A person who centres rest in their lives So maybe it is why I'm questioning this career path My question is Is it wise to continue with this? Am I just anxious about job applications? Again, due to my previous experience, Um, Capricorn Sun, Scorpio Moon, Pisces Rising. So Saturn's just gone into your first house. So it makes all of the sense that you are having all of these thoughts and Pluto at some point would have been like, you know, impacting your son as well. And it's going to go back and and push on your son a little bit more, in a few months time And you've got a Scorpio moon Oh bab We've got a Scorpio moon together We have been through it Oh my god We've been through it Um, Hi Kalechi Just a small update 
Here's my natal chart and also my Saturn return is this year. I'm also experiencing a heavy time at the moment in my relationship. We've broken up. Oh, I'm sorry. But tell me why I'm deluding myself into thinking it's a break and we will find our way back together after some time. <sighs> Lol. Lol. Um, let's see here. Did they put the circle? I like to look at the circle. Let me see. I'm just scrolling all the way. Through. You sent me the entire report, baby. Okay. All right. Let's see what we've got here. Um, let me just pull cards because what I'm getting here is it sounds really, really normal. If Saturn resides in your um, so you said you were having your Saturn return. Hold on. These are the times we all wish for A moment when let's feel so much more Pisces rising, yeah So, um, yeah, you're about to have your Saturn return But do not be scared of Saturn returns And you definitely Oh, yeah, cool You definitely should If once um, Jakari puts up that um, Saturn reading that you can buy on her site You should definitely get it and I'm telling you that as someone that's getting sweet fuck all From telling you this I just know that the reading slaps um, Any of you My babes who are Everybody I feel like should get it But especially if you're having your Saturn return this year So if you're between like If you're about 28 years old Your, your Saturn return is now Pretty much So I would Advise you to get it Right Because Saturn returns This is what I'm saying About doom and gloom readings Well I don't like the way That some of these people Post about Saturn returns online It's like oh my god It's going to be a terrible time And you know I used to think that When I st- first started Getting into astrology And I'll talk about it now, but, but even then I feel like I've always Kind of said to people It might be a bit rough But you'll be alright Saturn return is a return It's going back to like Okay Right You know, I come back here about every 28 years. So this is the first time we're meeting again. What have you learned in the last 28 years? What have you learned? Like, let's have a two and a half year conversation about what you have done over the past 28 years. Can you see what I'm saying? Saturn isn't coming in and going, oh, hey, hey, bitch. And then just coming to fuck up your shit. It's just like, hey, hey, Bobs. So... Let's have a little check-in as to what you, my squiggly wiggly, have been up to over the past 28 years um, Or 27 and a half, whichever way you look at it Like, what have you been up to? Are you happy with that? Does that feel good to you? You get asked those sorts of questions and then you, in your Saturn return, go, you know what? I actually don't want to do that Whichever area of your life that Saturn resides, that, that it wants you to um, have the most structure in Which is where it would reside And then the other planets it's hitting By being in that house um, Or the other houses it's hitting By being in that house And if there are planets in that house It's hitting them too It's like For you Especially in this case baby girl It's your first house So for you It's how you appear in the world Your physical self Like you, who you, What you embody Is asking you The past 28 years Have you been content with this and from what you're saying in your letter not really you're trying to figure out who you are and what your place is in the world oh I love this for you who you are what your place is in the world and um that can feel tough and we go through many difficult times and rebirths and everything else um but experimentation I think for you is key that's the message that's coming through to me. Like you're trying, you even refer to one of the things that you did as a failure. 
fam, you can exp- you can experience something and not want to go on with it. You haven't failed at a thing. And sometimes when doors don't open for you somewhere, because homie, that's not your house. Like so many, oh God, spirit. Why are you tickling my clip? Hold on. Hold on. Let that message come through clearly. Sometimes in life, right? So many of us get upset because a door that we wanted to go through did not open. We were vexed. Like, and I'm speaking of, like, you know, if I'm dragging us, I'm dragging me. Do you get me? The door didn't open. So we're vexed. We're depressed. We're sad. Like, rah. I, we feel rejected. All of these things. But imagine a random motherfucker knocking down your door, trying their key in the lock and being like, I need to get into here. This is meant for me. I mean, sometimes, I mean, if you, if you are descendants of colonizers, you might not really get that analogy because you're just used to walking up into places and helping yourself. We'll talk about you in a bit, Australia. Um, so you're all trying to get into that house. But the house is not yours. <laughs> Pardon me. Go a few doors down. The door will be open for you. Your key will work in a lot. That's your house. But we start thinking that the world is against us or that spirit is against us. The universe is against us because we've gone to a house that isn't ours. We've seen a door that looks like ours and be like, the door's not opening because it's not your house. Maybe that should be the title of this episode. It's not your house. And I'm going to say that to Australia very, very clearly in a bit. But it's not your house. And this is why I see the emperor here. Like you are learning major lessons during Aries season because um, the emperor represents Aries. And I don't know if there's some kind of dynamic with your actual father as well. But you need to see that um, there are some real benefits that are coming for you. Maybe you've recently um, gotten a job by the time I'm actually getting to your message. But I see the Ten of Pentacles here. And then I see the Queen of Pentacles here. See a little white rabbit as well. I think I'm actually recording this at a time that a lot has changed for you. Um, and or if you don't feel like you're quite seeing it yet, it's about to change for you in a really big way. Like you're about to be blessed in ways that you haven't you haven't really seen coming. And I have a feeling that actually maybe it's um you end up getting a new home. It's what I'm feeling like maybe you get somewhere, you finally have money to get somewhere. But if not that, you get a job that's more to do with um, communications, telecommunications. And don't worry, like all of these qualifications and things that you're interested in is for a reason. If you're Saturn is an Aquarius, like it's for a reason. So I, especially with the way that AI is going and we'll be running things in about 20 years and we'll be answering to computers, we'll be answering to automated systems because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Um, you'll be helping with that. Don't be a nasty overlord though. And definitely look after me. You know, you know, I love a cute shoe and a cute bag. So whatever happens when the technology takes over, you make sure that I'm looked after because you'll be um, helping them. Um, but no, on a serious note, I know that you can feel confused and I'm really sorry um, that you're, you broke up with your partner. I think by now, maybe you're either dating again or maybe you're seeing each other again. But it looks like I get the feeling that you're dating again. Um, if you are dating again, I've got the devil card here, um, Capricorn, that would be in, um, upright. Um, <clears throat> you don't need to be in toxic dynamics, you know, I don't throw that word around lightly, but if it is that you and your ex are doing back and forth, back and forth at the moment, you need to decide 
Is this what you want to be doing? Do you want to be going back and forth? Are you a swing? Are you a seesaw? Ask yourself these questions. Am I a swing? Am I a seesaw? Because if not, why do you insist on swinging back and swinging forward? Like, or swinging up and down? What is it? What what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because you have so much to offer. Nine of Pentacles is at the bottom of the deck as well. You have so much to offer. There's so much wealth. There's so much earth energy around you, fam. Like you're set. Like there's so much around you for you to tap into. Yeah, look, you're a Capricorn sun. That's why I keep seeing so many like coins. This is the moment for you to be in your bag. This is the moment for you to be in your proverbial bag, not just about the material aspects of life, but the fact that you've got so much to offer. I'm seeing eight of cups here. Um, cups here. You're probably going to go away. Maybe, you know, like how I went to Peru, you've probably decided that you're going to go and do something, go off and, or maybe you're going to go traveling for a bit. Do that. Do that. We can't come and kill. I sound so gratuitous and privileged to say, but we can't come and kill ourselves for work in this life. Yeah. If you have the means to do so, Go out there, see what else is available to you that calls to you, that speaks to you. It doesn't have to be rational. We spend too many, too many moments, too much time in our minds trying to make sense of things. How does it feel in your body? Spend this week doing the things as it pertains to your body. Come out of your mind, your mind telling you that you failed, or your mind telling you that, oh no, this is what you're meant to do. And this is you look, you went and did everything the right way. You got all the right qualifications. You were here still here looking like a looker. So go go and do what your body is saying, not just what your mind is saying and see where that leads you. But you have to get rid of these self-limiting beliefs and um, being in dynamics that's distracting you from doing the things that you need to do. If it's truly, truly for you, when you go away, go and explore the world and come back, you'll figure something, you'll figure something out. People always do. So let me see what else we've got. The hidden truth deck. What message could possibly be in here for you? Because it caught my eye. What's the message in the hidden truth deck for a baby girl? What do you want me to pick up for a baby girl? What have we got? Oh, look at that. I lost myself for a little while. That was your message. I lost myself for a little while. So I think at the time that you sent me that message, you felt lost. And maybe you're still feeling a bit lost. But let me tell you something. There's nothing lost. There's nothing lost. Everything is within you at all times. And there's nothing wrong with feeling lost. Sometimes it's in the questions that we find our path, that we find our purpose. If you've never really sat down to ask yourself, like, why am I here? Who am I? Who is the who is the who asking this question right now? If you've never sat down to really ask yourself th- those things, then I question whether you're really, really living. Ask yourself the things and, and in those things, and if you don't know the answer, do things to try to find the answer, explore a little, oh, look at this, the question or the uh, card that you've got from the Dickhead in Recovery, Affirmations for a Dickhead in Recovery, the card that you've got is, I invite passion into every aspect of my life, a passion that moves me to become the greatest manifestation of myself. Look at that, literally. Go and do what speaks to you, what makes your body tingle, what do, like you just feel it, like you just know, like rah, rah, like I want to try this thing. It's literally what I was saying to you when I went to the competition today and I saw the people rolling around on the mat. I said, a whole me, do these people have two heads? I mean, 
the way that they've contorted their body together, it looks like one person with two heads. But literally, they're two separate people with one head each. But do these people have two heads? They don't have two heads. So how are they doing these competitions? And me here, I'm looking. I I too must be among. Do you get me? I must be among. I must join. So it's taking steps because let me tell you, the first day that I went to that pole dance class in 20, 2013, who would have thought that I would have a pole dance studio and that studio would have been running for how many years? Um, and now it's 2023. You never know why that thing is calling you. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because just like that time, I was just yamming and yamming like a little hungry caterpillar a caterpillar, a kelechi pillar, if you will. And I was yamming, yamming, yamming all this knowledge, all of these experiences, not knowing that at some point, all of that was going to go, and I was going to emerge here, a baby girl with the things, with the vibes, with the cuteness. That's what I see for us all. If you're yamming, 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 yamming now, and you don't know why, and the next thing you're like, oh, I need to retreat. I need to go and... Don't question it. Yes, you're going to feel lost. Maybe the caterpillar is feeling a bit lost, doesn't know why it's doing the thing. But when you emerge, hopefully it makes sense. So yum, 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 yum. And see where you, you know, see where you get to. And if you, no, I'm not going to even say that. That's so sexually explicit. Um, But maybe I might say it when I big up the show sponsor later. Um. But yeah, I really, really hope that resonated because I really enjoyed um, reading that for you. But um, yeah, anyway, I'll big up the first of this week's show sponsors who are Dipsy. So I was just there talking about yamming, yamming, yamming. And some of you might have thought, you know what? I haven't had that in a while. Why? Why? Anyway, I'd like you to finish this sentence in your mind. I deserve a sex life that is what? What comes to mind? Don't be afraid to say it. Obviously, don't say it in the office. Whatever it is, you deserve it. And Dipsy can help you get there in new and sexy ways. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. So you can discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups. Or I don't know, whatever you want to do, like getting back with exes, maybe not. I don't know. Whatever your vibe is, it's there. It's radically inclusive. Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners and 56% of their stories are voice acted by people of colour. So I was going to say people of colours, like it's United Colours of Benetton. Ignore me. People of colour. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favourite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories. Maybe that's your vibe. You're like, look, I don't want anyone to eat it out from the back. Okay. And I don't want to hear stories telling me about that. I just want to sleep. Okay. Sleep is also sexy. There's sleep stories. There's wellness sessions and sexy stories that you can read in case you don't want someone talking up in your ear. You want to kind of read it and visualize for yourself I love that for you So let Dipsy 
be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or you can heat things up with a partner. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash straws. That's dipsystories.com slash straws and go and get your sexy on. Let's get to share your magnificence. Woo! Okay, show your magnificence. This is a little update. Hi, Kalechi. Hope you're well. Quick note to say thank you so much for the mention you made of Sleepover. I went to see it last night with friends at Shepherd's Bush. We really enjoyed it. Deep and funny. I congratulated Bookie Bakaray after the show in the foyer and made sure that I and I mentioned that I heard about the show from you. Thank you. You know, I love to put my people on to the good things, to the good good. You know, that's my vibe. So I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, oh, we've got a voice note here. Hi, Kalechi. I hope you're well. You've had a lovely weekend. Please find a brief share your magnificence voice note attached. If it doesn't play, let me know and I can resend it in a different format. It should. Let's see. Let's see. Let me put this up. Hi, Kalechi. This is Veronica from Newark, New Jersey, New York City area. Hashtag 51-year-old baby girl. I have a Share Your Magnificent submission. And when I was thinking of sending this submission to you, I was thinking the Share Your Magnificence is my son. Actually, both of them, but mainly the, the younger one I wanted to talk about. And then as I was thinking about what I wanted to say, I'm realizing that it's actually about me. And I didn't want it to be about me, but... That's something that I know I need to recognize and own, that it is about me when I talk about the brilliance and the artistry of my son. Um, And I'm sending a voice note because I remember you said you like those. So I was like, you know what, let me just do something different instead of writing an email. But just to give a little bit of a backstory, um, I was a single mom of raising two kids had them when I was 25 and 27. And it's so interesting because those are the ages that they are now, which is so cool. And, you know, raising, particularly raising black boys in this world has been a challenge, just making sure that they understand that women are not only their equals, but to some degree, sometimes actually smarter than them, right? So that was kind of one of the the core tenets around the way I tried to bring them up in the world to understand and respect the divine feminine and holding that equality with the divine masculine, etc. So fast forward to the pandemic. My 25-year-old was uh, working. I don't remember where he was working, but obviously the pandemic shut it down, whatever he was doing at that time. And he took up photography. So this was about mid two thousand. Um, his name is Ikio. That's the name he calls himself. I named him Marius, but he has chosen to call himself Ikio, and I definitely support that. Um, so Ikio started learning to be a, prof- a professional photographer. He got a camera. He started taking pictures, taught himself how to do Photoshop and edit, taught himself lighting, started purchasing lights. And he embarked on this career, a small business for himself at the time he was 23. And I was just so amazed at his ability to just take on something new and really stick with it and learn it and um, take it really seriously, you know. Um, 
and he, he started getting clients and he at one point rented a studio in the Bronx and lived there for a year, like an actual studio, not a place that had a bathroom or a shower. There was one down the hall. There was a bathroom down the hall, but he had nothing. It was just a square box that he used to do his photo shoots and rent it out to people. And he lived in it and he would come home to me to take showers and wash his clothes. But he did that. You know, he just tried it and he did that. And just over the last uh, year, he's built a creative team around him. So he has a makeup artist that he works with regularly, a woman, a, a stylist, and a few models that are his regulars. And the four of them call themselves the Color Entity. And they put on this event over the last three days. And last night I, I went to it. And it was just absolutely incredible. Like they displayed their photos that they'd taken in such a beautiful environment. They had artists there performing, young rappers and and, and uh, spoken word artists. And it was just such an incredible vibe. And I, there's just no way at 25 I was anywhere near that together to produce an event that had ticketed sales and a door. And he was just running around doing everything. He was so gracious. His childhood friends came through. And it was just so beautiful to see all these young Black people, you know, baby non-binaries, baby gays, baby everybody were just there shining. And I was so proud. And one of his friends said to me, calls me mom because I've known them since they were seventh, seventh grade. And they, he just said to me, you know, you have just done this like top tier five star parenting. And a few people came up to me and told me that. At the event, and I and I always usually deflect back to him, and I say, you know, he chose to be the person that he is. You know, I raised him, but at the end of the day, he chooses himself as an adult and what how he shows up in the world. But people are like, yeah, that's true, but you laid a foundation, like you gave him that space to do that. And I thought to myself, you know what? Yes, that is exactly what I did. I did that um, with him and his older brother who is a show performer at the Wynn in Las Vegas in this huge show as a crump dancer, I, I did in, encourage and allow and enable them to be and do whatever they wanted. Um, particularly in the last five years with the, with the you know, murders and the way that Black people and particularly Black males are treated by this you know, carceral, disgusting, awful country. And I said to them, do whatever the fuck you want. Travel, go places, do things like be you. And I support you. You always have a home with me. And just to see that they have done that because of and partly um, enabled by who I am and what I've been learning in my own spiritual journey and growth just makes me so proud of them and proud of myself for the growth that I've um been for the growth journey that I've been on. Um, and again, you know, side note, partly because of you and your show and another uh, spiritual uh, person I have in my life, her name is Keither, and she was also there last night. And and then just to kind of finish off the story, I was sitting with a, a new friend that I've made in the last year. Her name is Neda. We were at a restaurant and we were eating. And she told me that how much I inspire her to live her life truthfully and to be herself because she's seeing me do that. And I told her about you, Kalechi. I said, well, yeah, I'm doing that because I've been watching Kalechi do that. So it's like I'm passing down these things that we're all learning together, this idea that we get to show up in the world and be who we want. 
and and without harming anybody, right? Setting our own boundaries and and uh, just really living our truth and living presently and lovingly, but also, again, setting boundaries, which sometimes people don't like. Um, I feel like I've gone all over the place, but I, I think I just want to end by saying I am so proud of myself um, and I'm just excited for this continued journey of learning and unlearning. I still have so much to unlearn. And um, I'm magnificent. You're magnificent. Your audience, the listeners are magnificent. And I, I can't wait to meet them in New York. And I also got, you know, I'll be at the September 12th live show in London. So I can't wait to meet all the London baby people too. So um, I think I'm probably going to cry now. So I'm going to end this. Just thank you for listening, whether you listen, whether you play this on the show or not. Um, that's It's okay either way. I just, you know, wanted to to say all this out loud and say it to you. Thank you so much, Kalechi. Peace. Not that making me emotional. Wow. Two slaps on your chest, like to your sons, to your friends, like <clears throat> that is... Oh God, I feel it. Oh my God, I feel that. That was such a beautiful, <laughs> that was such a beautiful show of magnificence. My God. And also, yes, I freaking love voice notes. Sometimes when I run into some of you in person and you're talking to me, I promise you I'm listening, but more time I'm like, you've got really good voice. Like, you know, like you just like, you've got really good voice. I know that my listeners have like sexy voices anyway. So I'm always like listening to you there felt like a lullaby. Like I was so, I was so engaged. Like if you'd carried on talking for another half an hour, I'd have been like, well, that's the show guys. (laughs) Enjoy. Bye. Um, that was so, so beautiful. Like Mothers who are doing the job Parents generally But mothers who are doing that job And raising like amazing children Especially men in this Wagga Wagga society I have to rate it And I rate your son's resilience Like he freaking slept in that studio He made it work Like I love when people are just like I'm just going to go out and see Wagwan But why it's so possible to do that And remember I was talking about Saturn and foundations And you literally talked about foundations Like I feel like if you want to be a bad, 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 that's an amazing, let me say that instead. If you want to be an amazing parent, you should, you want to find that balance between um, go out in the world and do your thing, forge forge your path, do what you're doing. At the same time, know that you're not out there alone. Should you ever feel like you need to come home and chill for a bit to do this, to do that, you can do that because you're not a failure. And I hate the way that this society, especially Western society, encourages you to like kick children out and be like, figure it out. Do what you want. And that's why people aren't believing in community because you dash them out from early. And at the same time, I don't feel like they should just be up under you and not doing nothing or doing anything. Like do something. But at the same time, I love that you're like, you always have a home here. Go out and explore the world. Like take risks, like within reason. But take risks, like figure out what it is because you, you, I will always be your mom, will always be your parents. Like you've got this. And then people go out there into the world with a ferocity, with a curiosity that can't be dampened because they know that somebody back there, back home has got me. I'm good. Some of us didn't have that. And so you, 
you found you figure it out in really interesting ways. So I really, really rate that. I love that so, so much. So thank you so much for um, writing that in. It's absolutely beautiful. And I think your voice is beautiful. I think your heart is beautiful. I can't believe you're coming to the NYC show <clears throat> as well as the London show. We're going to have a great time, inshallah. And also Ramadan Mubarak to all my people then. Um, anyway, um, let me pick up the second of this week's show sponsor. Uh, sponsors who are Gusto. All my life, I prayed for delivered food, and I thank God that I that I got Gusto. Boy, you lot should let me to get me to write your jingles. Although I didn't actually write that song, that was just singing. I just inserted your name into the thing. Anyway, Gusto, Gusto, Gusto. Gusto gives you everything you need to create incredible home-cooked meals, including perfectly portioned fresh ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards. With Gusto, you can choose from over 250 recipes a month and have them delivered to your door any day of the week so you can start enjoying quality dishes today. You know, so... You've got all of these meals to choose from and they make it easier for you to plan meals, obviously, because they've portioned everything out for you. And that means that you've got zero food waste as well, ideally. So and you've got easy to follow recipe cards. It's always fresh, high quality ingredients that you get. And if you sign up now, you get 60 percent off your first box and then you get 25 percent off all the other boxes for the next two months. So why not like why not try it? The whole point of it is to cook tasty, varied meals um, and they should be something that everybody can get to enjoy, um, especially after you've had a long day at work because I know that they've made some of the girlies come back to the office and I know that you might not be feeling that too tough. I mean, some of you might like it because you like being social, but some of you go home and you're like, ugh, now what am I going to eat? Well, Gusto's there. So that's why you should consider it. So um, you can go to cook.gusto.co.uk forward slash straws. That's cook.gusto.co.uk forward slash straws. And that will get you 60% off your first box plus 25% off all boxes for two months. So that's cook.gusto.co.uk forward slash straws. So go and get your life and let's get to So You Mad. So this week on So You Mad, it feels like most things could have actually gone into straw of the week, but I just wanted to keep it cute and have something chow. Oh, Nigerian politician, wife and a doctor found guilty of organ trafficking to the UK. A senior Nigerian politician, his wife and a doctor have been convicted of organ trafficking in the first verdict of its kind under the Modern Slavery Act. Um, Ike, um, Ike or Ike? 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 Ike. I don't know. Ekwemadu, 60, a former deputy president of the Nigerian Senate, his wife, Beatrice, 56, and Dr. Obina Obeta, 51, were found guilty of facilitating the travel of a young man to Britain with a view to his exploitation after a six-week trial at the Old Bailey. They criminally conspired to bring the 21-year-old Lagos street trader to London to exploit him for his kidney, the jury found. The man, who cannot be named for legal reasons, had been offered an illegal reward to become a donor for the senator's daughter after kidney disease forced her to drop out of a master's degree in film at Newcastle University, the court heard. Um... 
Sonia Aquarimadu was found not guilty. She cried in court as her parents were sent down from the dock. In February 2022, the man was falsely presented to a private renal unit at Royal Free Hospital in London as Sonia's cousin in a failed attempt to persuade medics to carry out an £80,000 transplant for a fee a medical secretary at the hospital acted as an Igbo interpreter between the man and the doctors to help try to convince them he was an altruistic donor, the court heard. The prosecutor, Hugh Davis KC, told the court the Equiria Madus and Obita had treated the man and other potential donors as disposable assets, spare parts for a reward. He said they entered an emotionally cold commercial transaction with the man. The behavior of Equiria Madu, a successful lawyer and founder of an anti poverty chari- uh, charity who helped draw up Nigeria's laws against organ trafficking, showed entitlement, dishonesty, and hypocrisy. Um, Davis told the jury um, Jury, I said jury like it was jury um, He said Equiria Madu uh, Who owned several properties And had staff of 80 Agreed to reward someone for a kidney For his daughter Somebody in circumstances of poverty And from whom he distanced himself from And made no inquiries And with whom for his own political protection He wanted no direct contact Davies um, added that um, added what he agreed to do was not simply expedient in the clinical interest um, interest of his daughter Sonia. It was exploitation. It was criminal. It is no defense to say he acted out of love for his daughter. Her clinical needs cannot come at the expense of the exploitation of somebody in poverty. Equira Madu, who denied the charge, told the court he was the victim of a scam. Obita, who also denied the charge claimed the man was not offered a reward for his kidney and was acting altruistically. Um, Beatrice denied any knowledge of the alleged conspiracy. Sonia did not give evidence. WhatsApp messages shown to the court revealed Obeta charged Equira Madu 4.5 million naira, about £8,000 made up of an agent fee and a donor fee. Equira Madu and Obeta admitted falsely claiming the man was Sonia's co- uh, cousin in his visa application and in documents presented to the hospital. Davies said Aquarimadu ignored medical advice to find a donor for his daughter among genuine family members. He said at no point in time was there ever any intention for a family member, close, medium or distant, to do what could be paid for from a pool of donors. Um, The judge, Mr. Justice Jeremy Johnson, will pass sentence on the 5th of May. The chief crown prosecutor, Joanne Yakimet, I don't know. Um, This was said that this was a horrific plot to exploit a vulnerable victim by trafficking him to the UK for the purpose of transplanting his kidney. The convicted defendants showed utter disregard for the victim's welfare, health, and well being and used their considerable influence to a high degree of control throughout, with the victim having limited understanding of what was really going on here. Um, Yeah. That's mad I don't actually know what to say I'd love to hear your views on that Because Sometimes I feel like I need a bit of time processing things Like That's why I had to put it in So You Mad Because I'm like That is actually mad Like What? I know that usually you cut Like You know I I read these sections And you know me I've got opinions for days But for the first time I am confusion I am confusion Elements of it feels a bit racist, a bit racisme, as in them focusing specifically on these people. But at the same time, 
I think about the corrupt nature and nature of the Nigerian politicians. Um, and uh, it's wild. Like, obviously, like I feel for Sonia, but what your parents did was a bit mad still a bit mad. Like, I'm not going to lie. That is very mad. Um, yeah, I do. You're going to have to, I don't really know how to do that thing on Spotify yet where I set the question that I want you to answer for me. And it just asks you, what did you think of this episode? I would like to know what you thought about this particular case, because if it asks you what you thought of this episode, if you're listening on Spotify, just write what you think about the, this particular So You Mad subject because it's absolutely like knocked me. I, I really don't know. And I don't want to just like speak out of turn. So if you've got something for me, holler at man. Um, then I says that, I said, says, I says, then I says that um, I wanted to talk about the vote that the this indigenous vote that Australians get to make. Um, it says here, the voice to parliament referendum could lead to a perverse outcome where many First Nations people don't have a say if rules around enrollment aren't altered, according to Indigenous rights activists. An amendment to the Referendum Machinery Provisions Act, which will determine how the referendum will be held, passed this week. And the Prime Minister, Anthony um, Albanese, um, unveiled the final wording of the constitutional amendment and referendum question. Um, They're talking about bare things despite the Greens. Um, pushing the government to allow voters to enroll in on referendum day. Voters will be required to enroll in advance in order to cast their vote. Something advocates say could negatively affect indigenous communities. Um, I, basically, the way that I've been reading everything, it just seems like people who colonize the land are then deciding um, if the people who were who are of that land get to vote and how the land is run it's it's weird <clears throat> it's really 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 weird because how do you not want them to how do you not want the first nations people the actual people of that land to have a voice in parliament. Like you're like, no, there are enough voices here. Actually, you don't need to come through. Like, what are you saying? What do you mean? And this is the audacity of colonization that you feel like you can decide. Australians will vote whether the nation's indigenous people, which make up 3.2% of the population, because you killed people, you killed them, which make up 3.2% of the population should be recognised in the constitution. You came and colonised my land. And then you made up your stupid Wagga Wagga laws on my land. And then you're going to decide whether you include me, whether you recognize me in those laws that you're making. You recognize whether I even be a part of parliament. I told you, Pluto and Aquarius, that 3.2%, they're about to get very, very loud. And some people are about to get it, get it, get it in a major way. And this is why kangaroos keep thumping you up inside the head. And this is why... Anacondas keep finding themselves into you in you lot's yard. 
because you don't know how to respect the land and it's not yours. And now look. And the only time you lot don't like to hear about it's not yours, it's not yours, and oh, oh, the land is everybody's, it's everybody's when you're taking it's where you it's when you're taking land that it's not yours. That's when you know that the land is everybody's. This land is your land, this land is my land. Nah the fuck it ain't. Nah the fuck it ain't. Let's behave. Because if I call the sun to come out now, the sun will shine brightly and certain people's skin aren't going to be able to handle it. Like we all know where we can. Let's behave ourselves. Happy to share. But don't tell me that you're now deciding whether you're going to recognize me in the constitution. Motherfucker constitution. You're lucky. You're lucky because who? The getting that certain people need to be got Has not been gotten And that is part of the problem Like You are a settler Say you're a settler state Like you, you've you taken somebody's country And you're And that's cool And then you're saying Oh well We're still deciding If we're going to rec- recognise you The audacity the, 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 the sunburnt audacity of a bitch Oh, there are so many names. It's not your house or the sunburnt audacity. Maybe I'm just going to go for the sunburnt audacity of it all. The sunburnt audacity of it all, because this is ridiculous. Oh, child. Anyway, what else have I got? Um, well, let me just jump to um, straw of the week, aka suck your mum, because I need to get out of here. Um, Mark Rowley. Rowley, whatever they want to call you He is the commander Or is it, um, what is they call it? The chief, the com- yeah The commissioner, sorry, the commissioner Of the Met Police The KC report came out last week um, Which basically confirmed what the McPherson report said um, And the report that we had before that was the Scarman report um, That the Met Police is institutionally racist um, and homophobic as well as um, sexist All of this was said in this 300 page report That was commissioned after Sarah Everard was killed By that pussy clerk Wayne Cousins Who was a police officer And um, you know now this 300 page report has come out 30 years, almost 30 years since Stephen Lawrence Was murdered by white racists in Eltham And um, you know Mark, the commissioner, he's acting, he's acting, commissioner of the police, he's acting confused. He's like, while I can accept that maybe there are systemic issues, I can't accept that there are institutional issues, as in calling the Met Police institutionally racist, because that sounds very political. Bitch, what the fuck do you think? Pol, pol, what? Tell me the first four letters of your stupid name. Tell me the first four letters of your stupid name. Do you not think that it's got something to do with politics? No, you don't understand that by design the police is a political entity. Don't let me say anything about your thinning hair. Don't let me. Or is it, are you even bored? I don't. Don't let me because I don't even want to say things about people's looks anymore. But look how your eyes are just close together. No, let me not. Look, stop it. Stop it. I'm not even going to come for your physical features because overall you're just clapped, but you're clapped because you have no common sense knowledge. You have no knowledge and you're just talking. I prefer to just call it systemic because it's apolitical. You fool. 
You still come back to the same thing And what doesn't Don't institutions influence systems God Again The sunburnt audacity of it all How dare you Just look in a mess And just talking anyhow Since Stephen Lawrence was killed What what have we seen? What justice have we really, really seen in this life? How have the Met Police changed since that happened? In fact, we're seeing corruption being shown to us left, right, center. The, the media that wouldn't even usually want to cover it, they have to cover it because it's that rampant within the Met Police. And Sadiq Khan, Sadiq Babatunde Khan, if I hear that you're going to go and give, give these motherfuckers more money, Talking about, oh, maybe it's the lack of funding that meant all this corruption was happening. No, it wasn't a lack of funding. It's a lack of integrity. It's a lack of soul. Like, stop it. You want a third term? I know that you've got your little people in your office. Let me call them little. But people in your office that listen to this podcast. And I hope that they let you know. Like, let me let you know. If you think that third term is going to happen and I won't discombobulate your singlet. I will tear your singlet if I hear that you're giving the Met Police more money, seeing very, very clearly what is happening right in front of us. What change have we seen? What change? It's getting ridiculous. I did not need 300 pages to tell me that that shit is fucked up and must be abolished. I did not need 300 pages to tell me that. And I don't know who did. And I feel sorry for those people. But for you to turn around the barefaced, unseasoned cheek To turn around and be like, oh, well, it's not institutional, it's systemic. Bitch, shut the fuck up. That's all I have to say. Anyway, live show in New York, looking forward to it. Live show in September, looking forward to it. The publication of my short story collection, of course, looking forward to it. Looking forward to all of the things. And um, yes, and I'm looking forward to us returning to a video version of this podcast because, you know, it's going to be lit. But I need to sort out the logistics first. If you feel that you want to gift me to get this camera, do so. My PayPal, right there. All the things, right there. Patreon, right there. But as for me, I am done. I want to go to my yard. It's now almost midnight and um, I've got to send this to Brent and hopefully he'll get it out sometime in the morning. But with all of that being said, let me let you know that you are beautiful. You are courageous. You are brave. If no one's told you today, you are absolutely, you are wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Don't let that go over your head. You are amazing. You are a gift to this life. You chose to incarnate at this time because you wanted to experience your own greatness. Don't let anything distract you from that experience. Anyway, that's me. I've been Kalechi Okafor. This has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind. Let me get it up right. Officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, that's right, Suck Your Mum. I'm going to pass by my mum's because I know she made jollof rice. I'm just going to let myself in. Uh, Can I? I don't even know if I've got a key still. I'm going to go and get some jollof rice. Anyway, catch you on the flip side. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time's calling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind